0: Hello and welcome to our podcast Uh, today we're going to talk about you know something that might be a little bit controversial but it's near and dear to my heart right now and I really wanted to talk about it because it's all in the news every time I turn on the news I see this story lately and so I just really want to you know speak my piece (laughs) about it but You know, I know in America right now, there is a shortage on formula. And I guess the question that I am trying to figure out the answer to is why are we not taking this time now to discuss breastfeeding? I mean, it seems like this would be the perfect timing. Like, are we having those discussions? are we talking about breastfeeding right now or are we trying to just be politically correct and not make anybody feel bad? Because I'm not talking about making people feel bad. I'm not talking about saying to somebody, you know what, what you could do is breastfeed your child rather than worrying about this formula. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is I feel like this might be a time for us to start talking about it. And if we're not talking about breastfeeding, We also need to be talking about, you know, having support for nursing women. Because I do understand that there are situations where it's just logistically not possible to breastfeed your child. Like, it just might not be logistically possible. But if that is the case, then this is the time to talk about why is it not possible? Why don't women have the support that they need in their workplace situations? Why don't we have more nurse, nursing rooms that are um private? Why don't we have that for women? And then why aren't we educating them more on breastfeeding, on the ways to do it properly, on why they should do it, especially during this time when there aren't other options I mean, people are raising the prices for the formula that is in America and for those babies who don't have uh, an allergy to milk, then they they are just with they they are just without. I'm not sure where those women are getting their formula from, but instead of saying, okay, why hasn't the government done this? why hasn't the government done that? Yes, they haven't done it. They probably won't. And, you know, we we have to get past that. Now we're trying to figure out how we can get nutrients to these children, to these babies. We can also talk about um, milk banks. How can we get the milk to the babies who need them? How can we encourage more women to donate to milk banks? How can we get the information out there so that women even know what milk banks are? Are we having these discussions rather than having the discussions as to why the government hasn't done something sooner about this? Or which, you know, it's a valid question for sure. 100% valid. However, the discussion, we need to talk about how we're going to feed these babies. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, they didn't do it. And the baby still don't have the formula. So they need to drink the milk. They need to drink somebody's milk. And so we need to start educating women on, on how to breastfeed. I mean, it, it, it just doesn't make sense at this point why we're not having those types of discussions. And if we are having those discussions, like why isn't that on the news? So, yes, we should have the story about how, you know, the formula, there's a a major shortage. It's coming from Australia. It's coming from Canada, wherever it's coming from. And, you know, here we go. It's coming, but it's going to be a month out. We're not going to get it until July, sometime in July. Okay. And then right after that story, we need to talk about, okay, here are some resources to help you established breastfeeding for those who have not had their babies. Yes, you might have planned on formula feeding, but now that doesn't seem like as much of an option. So here are some options or ways that you can breastfeed. If you don't want to breastfeed, okay, you want to pump. Here are some resources and uh, options for pumps. Okay, you don't want to pump. Here are some resources and options for milk banks. For those women who are just, you know, have an oversupply, here are where, places where you can donate your milk to women who need it. And then we need to start having a discussion on why we aren't breastfeeding. If you're not breastfeeding for a reason that is other than logistically possible. I was thinking about this. I had a really long uh, discussion with myself (laughs) about why someone wouldn't be able to breastfeed. And I understand that, of course, when I was young, I worked at a fast food restaurant. And just thinking back to when I was working at the fast food restaurant, I can't imagine someone who is breastfeeding able to breastfeed when they were working at that restaurant. I just can't imagine it being possible because there was nowhere for you to have privacy. There wasn't really a, there wasn't a break room. The break room was the dining room, a corner in the dining room. Like the bathrooms were the same bathrooms that the customers used and they were bathrooms. Nobody's pumping in a bathroom. And so, yes, I can't see how anybody, if you, worked at that place, how you could pump. I mean, I guess if you went in your car and you parked it in the corner and you did, but that just is so much. And if you need to plug in your pump, that would even be, that would just not be, it would just wouldn't be possible for you to do. And so I can understand how, if you have that kind of job situation, employment situation, or I don't even know if, if other companies have places for you to pump. And so if that's the issue, then that is also a discussion we need to be having. Why aren't employers having to provide these types of facilities for the women that are working in their companies? Why is that not a thing? There should be places for you to have privacy for you to pump. That's not the bathroom. The bathroom is not it's not even an option. So there should be places for you to pump. Just automatically. It shouldn't it should just be in the floor plan. But are we are we there? Like and as a first world country, like America should be there. We should be there. In China, they have to provide those places for their women. If you have a certain amount of women in the workplace, you have to provide those nursing facilities for the women who work in your company. And I've worked at some places who have over, they have more than what they're required to have. And it's just amazing. I'm not saying they have luxurious facilities. But I've worked somewhere where they had beds for the women. Um you could take a quick nap while you were pumping. They have small refrigerators for you to put your milk in. They have little storage cabinets for you to hold your bags and all of your pumping things so you don't have to walk around with them. You can just go there and pick them up at the Drop them off at the beginning of work and pick them up before you leave. But I don't understand how in America that's not a thing. It's not something that's required for employers to have. I mean, that doesn't make sense. I mean, it absolutely just doesn't make sense. And then why aren't we... Just why are we having this discussion right now? Because the problem is what we need to think about is the children, the babies, they still need nutrients. So what are we doing for them? Why are we choosing not to breastfeed in this climate? And then we can't, I feel like that's when we can't complain about prices of other things. We can't complain about the rising prices of formula. If we have another option, you know, unless we say, you know what? That's just absolutely something I don't want to do. And if that's something that you want, you don't want to do. Okay. But say that, say that that's something you don't want to do. And you're willing to pay the extra amount of money every year for formula because you just simply don't want to breastfeed. And that's okay. But then we can't also put other resources into that type of discussion. So we have to make sure that if we're saying we don't want to do something simply because we don't want to do it, then we're done with that conversation. Now we can't talk about the rising prices of formula and and gas and all this other stuff. And the rising prices of gas makes formula go up and all of these. We can't we can't have that type of discussion because we've already decided that that's what we want to spend our money on. Anyway, this is my rant for the day. It's just seeing this news story on the news so many times is so it just takes me to another level. It just takes me there. It makes me think about the babies. And I'm just sitting here like, I don't understand why we aren't having this discussion. Why this isn't on the news. Why are we talking about, we're talking about the rising price of formula along with the inability to get formula. Okay. And then we should be having a discussion right after that on breastfeeding. How can we help? Um, moms who have premature babies breastfeed their children? How can we help them establish their milk? Is there something we can do without separating them from their children? Um, Is there something we can do as far as education before the babies are born? How can we help those women? How can we help women who have multiples breastfeed their children? Is there some type of support that we can give them? Mental, physical, some type of postpartum support? Because being honest, like that's where we really need it. We really need the postpartum support because that's when people start to crumble and they start to think that they can't do it because after you leave the hospital, it's on you. And so all of the education you had, that's when it comes into play. But what if that's something that, your childbirth educator didn't spend a whole bunch of time on because we're trying to be politically correct. So we want to, you know, make sure that we don't try to force breastfeeding on anybody. So maybe they didn't spend a whole bunch of time on that. And we also have to provide support to um, the people who are caring for mothers after they give birth. So if there's somebody who's going to be at home with them, We need to try to give them some type of I mean, really, I feel like after you give birth, part of your hospital fee should be somebody coming to check on you. And make sure that everything's okay. Like, I'm not saying check on you to make sure that they don't need to call social services on you. I'm saying check on you to make sure you're actually okay. Check on you to make sure your mental mental health is good and give you tips, pointers, classes, um, things that you can do to make sure that everything's okay and so you don't feel like you can't do something. You feel very confident and like you're completely able to do it without question and that you have the support that if you didn't, if you weren't able to do it, that you knew you had the support to be able to do it to get there. And so that's where, that's what we need to be talking about. Why aren't we having this discussion? Why? It's just so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Oh my goodness. But anyway, that's what I want to talk about (laughs) during this podcast, you know, and really just to, I just want everybody to know that whether or not you think you can do it most of the time you can most of the time you can do it and so with that being said I just want you to try your best and own your truth and be confident in what you choose to do and if you choose to breastfeed I want you to be confident with that and you know just this is my last point but You know, I feel like it's also one of those things that early birth is everybody's, you're always so vulnerable early birth, like right after you give birth, you're, you're so there. And it's like anybody who tells you anything, you're listening to all of this. And it's so much to take in at one time because your body is literally changing from what has happened over the past year basically for you, and now you're just changing in like a couple of hours, and it's crazy, it is crazy, but we're not talking about it's still so many people who don't understand that right after birth, you don't have a river of milk, it's so many people who don't know that, and why isn't the hospital giving you? That vital information, like right after birth, nobody should be mentioning formula to you. I mean, I'm I'm saying in a normal situation, I'm not saying in a NICU situation, I'm saying in a normal situation, nobody should be mentioning formula to you. Everyone in the hospital should know that your milk is not raging (laughs) as soon as you give birth. But they should also know that your baby should be beside you the entire time. And yes, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, there should be no one else in there to help you. If you also have a doula or somebody in there with you to help you, I mean, that's, that's good, 100%. But anytime your baby wants to feed right after they're born, they should be able to feed. They should be able to suck. Because that's how you establish your milk. And no, you won't have a whole bunch of milk coming in. Because your baby is just a little tiny thing. They don't need that much milk. And so with that being said, why aren't we, why aren't we telling moms that? But why aren't we really stressing it? Like I know we tell people, oh, you'll have colostrum. And it's just a word. Like, what is colostrum? It's just a word. Oh, okay, I have colostrum. Okay. But then they're like, but where is my milk? Oh, I don't have enough milk. My baby's starving. That's why my baby wants to feed all the time, because they're starving. And then the nurse, well, I mean, if you want to give your baby formula, we do have the best brand here. But then why are we saying, you know what? Your baby is getting what your baby needs. Because your baby's a baby. They're just a tiny little creature. And you know what? They know what they need. They know what they need. So they're going to be looking for it. When when they're ready, they're going to come for it. It's amazing how nature works when you let things happen in a natural way. So we have to, like, get there. We have to get there. We just really need to get there. And it's just unfortunate that we we might have to take this time to get there and have that type of conversation because of this tragedy, basically, without having formula. I mean, it just it's it's a terrible situation. It's just terrible. So anyway, I urge you to think about, you know, some of the things that you want to do and how set are you on doing those things how set are you how much do you really want it and if you really want it who are you talking to to help you really get it because let's be honest the people in your circle or the people who surround you i know you don't think okay the doctor is not in my circle my midwife is not in my circle okay these people aren't my circle however The people who are putting noise into your ears, what are they saying to you? It's hard to not listen to something. It's very hard. So you have to make sure that if somebody's saying something to you, that what they're saying is helping your cause. And so are you surrounding yourself with people who are supporting your breastfeeding journey or are you surrounding yourself with okie dokes? People who say, you know what, whatever you choose to do, it's your choice, it's your option. Here are your options. You know, of course you need to know your options. Here are your options. Yes, these are options. However, I'm going to let you know that this is absolutely the best way to do it. Here's, here's tier one. Here's level two, here's level three, you see? And so you need those types of people people around you as well. Of course, you're gonna have people who are, are, are gonna tell you, you know, well, this is what you can do and this is what you can do and this is what you can do. You need those people, you need the options and you need the ones who are gonna point you in the right direction. It's your job to do the research. It's your job to say, you know what? I know the three options available to me. So I'm going to research each one of them, the pros and cons of each one of them, and I'm going to figure out what I want to do. And then I'm going to do it. And I am going to do it. So, yes, I urge you to look at the decisions you make. And I'm not just talking about breastfeeding, but. In all decisions, look at the decisions you make and decide, okay, am I confident with this decision? Is this my truth? Is this what I wanna stick with? And if not, then do some more research. Talk to some more people, talk to the professionals and not just the doctors, but I'm talking about all types of professionals. Get, get all of the information. Sometimes when I'm trying to research something, I know that the way that you look things up, give you the answers that you want. So sometimes I look up the other way as if I'm debating myself and see what information comes up. And if I'm completely okay with going against what that says, then I I know that I'm confident in what I'm doing. I'm confident in what I have decided to do. So anyway, I urge you to do that. And, um, you know, check back with us for, for more conversations like this. You know, let's start trying to put the information out there for people who don't know it. Let's start trying to have this conversation with people who are ready to talk about it, with people who are open to talking about it. And let's just see what we, where we can get. So, I thank you so much for listening, and check us out next week for the next episode.